This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. If you ever believed Captain America was on the U.S. Olympic soccer team. If you ever thought that the Winter Soldier was that brace yourselves guy on the internet. And if you ever wondered just what would a raccoon do with a machine gun. Then don't let another week pass you by without tuning into Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks is your show about all things Marvel. With news, rumors, commentary, and interviews. As well as our weekly recommendations on what to pick up on New Comic Book Day. Official consulting hours are between 8 and 5 every other Thursday. That's Mighty Marvel Geeks on WeebyGeeks.net, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a stream freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. Welcome to another edition of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself. Mike, how's it going? This is not the f- all right. This is not the first time you and I have recorded this year. It's just the first time on this show. Yes. <laughs> first thing there, I was like, what? I I can see Derek yeah, Brain going. Uh, it's the weekend. Don't make me think. It's been a long week. First full week back at work. It's my first full week on my new ske- day off schedules. Mm. Oh my God. I'm not used to it. Not used to it at all. I miss my Wednesday, Thursdays off. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Um, I can imagine. So uh, I know you had it listed as a final thought, but mm. let, let's get this. Neil Pert passes away since the last time we recorded. Yep. Just recently, uh, we recorded on the we're recording on the tenth, um, but everything's saying that he passed on the seventh. Which kudos to the family for keeping it to yourselves, so you have time to mourn without mm. media and press getting in your faces. I applaud that. Now, for those who who might not be fully aware, uh, Neil Peart is the drummer was the drummer for Rush. One of the biggest bands, rock bands ever. He was the, certainly one of them. the drum god. Yeah. Yes, yes, he's widely considered uh, among drummers as one of the best technical drummers. I would, I would say, more of a drum god than John Bonham from Zeppelin. Yeah, so certainly on a different level. 
But I would say, I but I would put the two of them equal because it's like saying Tom Brady is a better quarterback than Roger Staubach or Terry Bradshaw or well, that just. <laughs> and you can't well you can't say that because different eras no, can't but totally different right. eras so and um but yeah I, i've seen russian concert and when when neil would do a drum solo it was just mind-boggling oh and that kit you look at it and go how does he just how <laughs> it's insane yeah very much yeah, def- insane. Definitely a big loss. Yeah. And then uh, Buck Henry passed away as well. Of mm. Get Smart, uh, The Graduate, are, are the biggest two things he's known for. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I know there's been a lot more because uh, I thought I heard something about the actress from The Creature from the Black Lagoon had passed away. But I can't find anything to verify it, that she passed away recently. So that I'm not sure about it. Again, I'm not either, so... Um, but I know I've seen a lot of names come across. Uh, the guy who was the writer writer for Ultraman and Japanese Spider-Man passed away mm. as well, so... Spider-Man. Japanese Spider-Man was pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> pretty wild. Good. Um, oh, what was I watching where they were talking about that? And um, it wasn't the Stan Lee show. The Toys it? That Made Us? No. They were talking about it in the Toys That Made Us, the Power Rangers episode. Yes, 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 yes. That's what it is. Because uh, it was the Toys That... Uh, it was Japanese Spider-Man was one of the inspirations for Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Thank you. Um, and then... Uh, so, yeah, and Ultraman. Oh, what... <laughs> classic series i loved mm. that series yeah ultraman's awesome so um, they're supposed to be they're doing something with ultraman um netflix, netflix has an ultraman series that's animated yes that's right yeah and originally it was only supposed to be <clears throat> subtitled uh when i went to watch it it's english overdubbed i'm like oh really? oh really that's what i said oh really but i haven't gone back to watch it yet <laughs> Uh, only because uh, Mandalorian, <laughs> toys that made us, movies that made yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, really. So, um, so yeah, that's where when I watch TV, that's where I go. <laughs> so when when I'm hitting actual streaming and not trying to watch a, the next day on demand of a show that was on the night before. Yeah. <laughs> um, Check out our affiliates. Also, to check out our partners at Heroes and Villains and Found Me. Uh, with Heroes and Villains and Found Me, use the code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for uh, 15% off your first purchase. Um, we can't rave enough about Heroes and Villains. They've got some great stuff in general. Um, also, to uh, check out our web store where you get some great Weeby Geeks, Money Marvel Geeks, Wiki Radio merchandise. Uh, hopefully, this year we'll get some Keepers of the Fringe merchandise on there as well hit 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 if there's a demand for it if anything we'll do t-shirts and sweatshirts so um so i put out there i I didn't do a video tonight like i've done on the other two shows um but i did put out there uh, hey we want to hear from you and uh well we actually heard from someone uh (laughs) on twitter it's matt w6767 he goes do i have to be sober um i'll turn that one over to you we're not (laughs) just kidding we are very sober we're not sober oh i didn't tell you (laughs) Oh, no, I must have missed the memo. Uh, no, I am. I'm drinking a regular iced tea, not a Long Island iced tea. I am drinking water. 
So uh, I would definitely, as I replied to him on Twitter, I went, um, yes. <laughs> but do you have to be sober when you listen to our show? It helps. But no, you don't have to be sober to listen to our show. We prefer it that way, though. But um, but yeah, if you have it, do what you want. If you have a decent buzz going, as long as you don't don't be full out intoxicated where you're blind stupid, because then and don't drive. Definitely don't drink and drive at all. If you're drinking and driving, shame on you. Just pull over, get an Uber. Just get an Uber. Get home safe. You can always pick up your car the next day if you remember where it's at. Yes. That's the big thing. Take a picture of where you put it. So, um, stories. How about confirmed? I, I, I need to check out this website that you found this from. because This sounds pretty like a pretty cool site. Mm. Uh, confirmed. Spin Master DC Comics 4-inch action figure list. These are really cool. You know, I'm going to have you take this one and I'll take the next one because it sounds like you've already looked into this more than I have and you know what Spinmaster yes. is. So sorry for the last right. change up. That's okay. Pulling an audible, keeping keeping us on our toes. Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> I need I need to find a clip of so Manning saying Omaha for when we do audibles. <laughs> <laughs> So Spin Master is a toy company, of course. Um, They're best known for their award-winning brands that include Zoomer, Bakugan, Erector, uh, Hatchimals, Air Hogs, and Paw Patrol. They have, since 2000, they have have received 103 Toy of the Year nominations. Wow. So they're, they're, uh, they're, they're not these little... They're not a little indie toy company. They're 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 doing pretty good, and um, they have recently gotten a license to do DC toys. Um, as any collectors would know, um, Mattel recently or not so recently lost the license. So see, I think Mattel uh, started running into issues when they lost the license from Disney about three four years mm, ago, and it's all mm, Hasbro. Yeah. Um, so these are these are really interesting. They're coming out with some four inch scale figures, um, so slightly larger than your three and three quarter inch Joes and Star Wars and such. Yeah, but that's all right. Uh, so it was uh, revealed. These were revealed uh, from Entertainment Earth's unveiling of the new toy line. Uh, but I guess the figures been showing up on shelves in WalMarts and Targets and such. So that's pretty cool. Ooh, that's that's cool. Check, check, check. Um, so here is the um, announcement wave of figures that are coming out. Um, and each figure is uh, each basic figure is seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Not, Not a bad price. price. Which means if, price. if that's the case, I'm sorry, Hasbro, you can bring the cost of the Black Series figures. Yes, yeah, seriously. Down from twenty bucks to. I would I would I would go fifteen with no problem. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine is that's a hit on the on the pocketbook. Mm-hmm. And these figures look look pretty good. Yeah. Um, the sculpt is is pretty good for four inch figures, and and the, the articulation is uh, really good as well. I don't. That's that's yeah, why I, I figure for. That's why I say I don't see why Hasbro can't. Drop like the Marvel Legends and uh, right, yeah, all their six inch figs. I don't see why they can't drop the pricing down to something a little more reasonable, right? Hopefully, Spin Master causes that. So, there's also some interest. 
interesting things in this wave that comes with each figure, including um, it looks like they, they each come with a mystery weapon of some sort and some kind of um, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a It says it yeah, but it mentions a uh, mission card. There it is. Excuse oh, me. Oh, okay. Some kind of mission card, which I'm not sure what that is exactly, but um, and and three three mystery accessories hidden in compartments could be gauntlets, shields, blasters, and more. Plus one bat gear accessory in every pack will help you build the ultimate armor, Batman. Oh, that's cool. So I'm looking at this picture of yeah, the Joker, so there's, and it's the early Joker look they mm-hmm. went with. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yes. I want Rick. So uh, they don't have them yet, but I know they know yeah. they will. So they some of the do. figures, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> some of the figures, so the, the first wave of figures, of course, um, in, the, in the Batman line is going to be the Joker, as we mentioned. Right. There's going to be a tactical suit Batman, um, which looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a Robin figure, of course, and then a Rebirth Batman action figure in his Rebirth costume, uh, a Man Bat figure, which is cool, a Nightwing figure, uh, and another figure called Defender Batman. Yeah. And then uh, looks like we got a couple of interesting um, uh, goals. Uh, there's a bat cycle with Batman and Clayface figures. Batman outfit I'm in about, but oh my god, Clayface looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and the the bat cycle is pretty cool looking too. Yeah, you're, uh, you're buying that set for Clayface and the bat cycle, not Batman, in my opinion. Yeah, the Batman. Yeah, so the Batman's uh, okay, but but uh, the Clayface to me almost looks like. It's from the yeah, anime series. It's yeah, yeah. So it looks like me too, which is really that is really cool. Um, and then the other one is the Batman and Bat Boat transforming vehicle. Wait, did I say Batmobile? <laughs> no, you said Batman. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to correct you, but I didn't want to sound like a butthole. <laughs> I, was like, I just realized I said Batman. It's the excuse me, the Batmobile and Batboat transform. Disclaimer. Disclaimer, is, folks. Derek had smart water before the show. <laughs> I thought it was better, but it wasn't. The Batmobile, I'm not sure. I don't know how I feel about it. To me, it almost looks like it's not the best. But it almost looks like the tumbler, kind of, yeah, or yeah. like from the um, part tumbler, part um, Arkham Knight Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. But it's got this weird, like, big kind of goldish brass, brass, yeah, looking yeah. bat symbol thing on the front, which is a little weird. The, and then the the Batman stuff's just not consistent. Batman stuff's just yeah. not consistent. And then the, the bat boat pops out of the back of yeah. it. And that that's actually that sells for nineteen ninety nine. So that actually sells for the price of a black series figure. Come on, and Hasbro's. we love it. Don't get us wrong. We love Hasbro stuff. But yeah. you gotta drop oh, yeah. the pricing. I mean, other people are beating you out on the pricing. You gotta drop pricing down. Mm. And the bat cycle is seventeen ninety nine, which comes with the cycle and 
a Batman and, and, clay and a Clayface figure. Yeah, and that's from Entertainment so, Earth. Yeah. Who is high priced anyway, or can be. Mm-hmm. Yes. So th- that's th- those are definitely good prices. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, try to find these, it looks like. Yeah. Like I, mean, I said, the, the, the Joker and, and the bat cycle you're getting for if you buy it, you're buying it for Clayface. Yeah. Um, and then recently, I guess we got word of even more figures coming out. Yeah. Um, non bat related, including a cyborg action figure. Which looks here, okay. Shazam. Which looks the, awesome. Yeah. The Flash. Which actually looks uh, pretty good. Mm, Superman. Uh, I, and don't like the, I don't like the, the head black sculpt. Suit, suit. I don't like the sculpts on, on the heads. I don't mind. Uh, I like them. They're not um, and then a weird one is a Mega Gear King Shark. Oh, yeah. Which is a King Shark figure with some kind of armor thing that looks like it attaches to him maybe or something. Yeah. But uh, that's, uh, that is pretty crazy. I like it. Yeah, that looks, that looks cool. Oh, I, I like the and, uh, the next one that you're about to say. And uh, there is apparently also a three-pack Swamp theme set, which includes... A Swamp Thing, Batman and Robin, and a Killer Croc. And the set is called Swamp Showdown. See, I don't see these as Swamp Thing-esque. It's Batman. Batman's suit is green. Have you seen this picture? Yeah. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. The Killer Croc is cool. Killer Croc looks great. Oh, I see what you... I thought you said Swamp Thing. Swamp themed. No, just Swamp... swamp yeah, Swamp themed. Uh, I know. Killer Croc <laughs> is... My brain, when I saw Swamp, I was like, Swamp Thing? But no. Well, it just yeah, sounds like you're kind of like me, a little congested as well with all the crazy weather we've had. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but yeah the, uh, this one's worth it, at least for the, for the Killer, Killer Croc. Croc, at least. Yeah, I'll, I'll pitch the other two. Well, won't pitch. <laughs> They'll just stay in the box. <laughs> Killer Croc will come out, and and it's it's only twenty bucks for three <laughs> figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hasbro, pay attention. Three, four, which I like. I like the scale. Um, I like the slightly six. bigger. Like I said, yeah, six, six inches good. But I like, yeah. I like, and with the four inch, they're not they're not squatty or look overly right. muscular. I mean, they still keep proportions very well. And, and the the clay face and the killer croc are nice yeah. meaty figures. Yeah, yeah. But well, speaking of meaty, not needy, meaty. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman seven fifty debuts a new DC timeline and makes Diana the first DC hero. Crazy. I might have to pick that issue up. Uh, DC co-publisher Dan Didio has revealed that. DC's new official timeline announced last year will become DC Universe's official history starting with renumbered Wonder Woman 750 in a story from writer Scott Snyder and artist Brian Hitch. And this will establish Wonder Woman as the new timeline's first superhero. Wow. Which in many like, ways is kind of what they did with the movies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, really. Yeah. So are the comics? Are they doing? Is DC doing with their comics? Kind of what Marvel has done as well, a little bit of uh, having the comics mirror the movies for now. Maybe. Okay. Which speaking of movies. Or I, moving, I noticed, moving a little closer. But. I noticed we didn't talk about, we don't have anything about the Birds of Prey trailer. Oh, yeah. The new one. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that after this story, before the next story. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so, um, Dan said in a Facebook Q&A with retailers, the purpose is to bring a baseline of storytelling that brings a level of consistency and more uniformity in the interpretations of the characters. We're looking to build a series of books that will retell the history of the DC universe in some ways that will that will become our Bible for the DCU. Uh, one of the first places you'll see this change is in Wonder Woman 750. Uh, the change in mm-hmm. numbering is purposeful in the sense that Wonder Woman 750 is the first time we're acknowledging timeline and establishing Wonder Woman as our first superhero. Uh, so something similar is also going to be happening. Flash. Yes. Interesting. Uh, so DC previously hinted that Wonder Woman was new chronology chronology's first superhero in an early glimpse of the timeline, uh, with DDO's comments confirming the development. Uh, this issue is out January 22nd. So two weeks. Yep. Now it's kind of almost the same way as, uh, Marvel. Their first superhero is Captain America. Right. Um, whereas I understand why with the movies they call him the first Avenger it, because he was the, the first hero. But realistically, the first Avenger was Captain Marvel because that was her call name. Yeah, I guess technically sure. <laughs> so, um, but just real quick, Birds of Prey trailer. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Your thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel. I don't, I'm in a weird limbo DC movies right now where I'm I'm trying to. I'm excited for Wonder up, Woman. Yes, but but we you know but we've Wonder Woman has a good track record. I'm not excited for the new Batman because I'm just not excited for Patterson. Pattinson, did you freeze up on me? Yeah, I just I, I'm I'm not sold on Pattinson. <laughs> I am trying to keep my mind open about it, but I'm not, I'm not. I'm afraid we're going to get a Batman that sparkles in the daylight. With nipples. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I'm not, I'm trying to, you know, because I mean, he's done, he has done other stuff and I guess he's, I, I've never seen any of his other movies, but I guess he's, he is a good actor other than Twilight. But I don't know. We'll, we'll, I don't know. I, I won't know until I see a trailer or some kind of footage or something. But the the, the Birds of Prey one, eh, I'm kind of lukewarm on. I'm thankful Harley Quinn's not as tattooed. But it, seems, but it also seems like in one of the shots, the, the white is makeup. She's able to take it off. Yeah, I think so. And the heart on her face isn't there. Mm-hmm. So she draws that on every time. So kind of happy about that. But anyway, we digress. Let's head on to the next story, shall we? All right. And this next story will take us back a bit to our past. Oh, my God. To our yeah. childhoods. Yeah. When we, when we used to watch wrestling as kids. And enjoy all the wrestlers play with the wrestling toys, which was also a good episode of the toys yeah, that made us. When when wrestling was definitely full of gimmicks and characters mm-hmm. like Adam Bomb, <laughs> Duke, Duke the Dumpster, Hillbilly Jim. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, 
One of the things oh, we used to love. Else who, that's someone else who passed away. Mean Gene Oakland. Oh, oh, yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. He just passed away, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that puts a little damper on the story, but. <laughs> um, one of the things we used to enjoy was the WWF ice cream bars. Ah, yes. Now. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something about those ice cream bars. <laughs> um, so we've seen many wrestlers uh, come back after an absence. Uh, so now it's time for the greatest return in WWE history. Uh, that will not be taking place in the ring but in the frozen foods section of the grocery store because the wildly popular ice cream bars are coming back. But not quite. Which have not been, well, no, but uh, they have not been around in over a decade. Yeah. But but like a wrestler who gets a new gimmick, they're also getting a little bit of a new gimmick as well. Yes, they are. So if you go to Good Humor's website, you can see these beauties. Um, you can see the modern version of the classic WWE ice cream bar. Uh, and this is the first time they've been available since they were discontinued in 2009. Yep. But so basically, a um, couple, of, couple of major differences. Uh, the original ice cream bar used to come on a stick. So now instead of coming... <laughs> Instead of coming on a steak, it's gonna <laughs> more like an ice cream sandwich, which that's not a problem. Yeah. I think that might actually be better. Um, and if you want chocolate versions of these, there are Dale Jr. cookie sandwiches. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm on their <laughs> site right now. <laughs> um, however, so the original classic bars uh, featured a chocolate back on them, mm-hmm. which is why they came on a stick. But in this case, both sides of the ice cream sandwich 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 will be cookies. Um, so not on a steak. The not on a steak. So <laughs> the, the cookies, the cookies will once again uh, have the image of wrestlers on them. Um, Looks like looks like modern day wrestlers. I don't know if they'll have any classic wrestlers there like is. Macho Man. But oh, is there? Nice. According to the description on Good Humor's site, each frozen snack is printed with one of four WWE superstars: Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, John Cena, and Macho Man. Nice. Oh yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. Me and the Macho Man. <laughs> Sorry. So. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's going to be, you know, the same vanilla ice cream and, and, you know, it'll have the cookies again. But instead of the chocolate back, it'll just be two cookies making a an ice cream sandwich. Sounds pretty tasty. Not on the steak. Actually, not on the steak. <laughs> uh, that may be the show fun. title. <laughs> not on, not on the stick. Um, on a And uh, a little fun fact, the frozen treats were even a part of a major WWE storyline in 2011, thanks to CM Punk. Uh, CM Punk demanded their return as part of his contract negotiations. Um, He kept asking for them, and every time he did, the reaction from the crowd was overwhelming. But, alas, he did not get his ice cream bars, and the closest he got to making it a reality was a T-shirt of one of the bars with him on it. 
Honestique. But now, Honestique. <laughs> but now, now we have the ice cream bars again with no steak. Very cool. Very cool. I don't know. See, I like the ones on a stick. I may have to try one of these and go to find out if, if we need to get the melting chocolate and just dip the backs in chocolate so it's the same. Yeah, it is. Uh, moving right along, we need, you and I need to do soundbite drops or swaps. Yeah, we keep saying that. <laughs> we keep saying that. We just one of these days. Uh, Mark Hamill is set to guest I need star. To get mine in. Yeah, I have mine all in one fo- folder. I just got to drop them into into the drive for you. Um, mm. Mark Hamill is set to guest star in What We Do in the Shadows season two. When did he? Very interesting. When did he wear black robes in the modern movies? Black robes. I'm looking at this picture of Mark Hamill. Oh, he's wearing black robes on the Falcon, or in a. Uh, maybe it's just the lighting that makes it look really dark. I was pretty be. sure he was wearing dark brown robes. I thought. Uh, this, this is like very blatant black. Anyway, mm. uh, during the TCA press tour, um, creator Jermaine Clement has revealed that Mark Hamill has officially signed on for a guest starring role in the second season of FX's hit vampire comedy series, What We Do in the Shadows. In addition, it's also confirmed that executive producer Takita Watiti, who directed the original film and three episodes in the first season, won't be able to do any of episode two. Uh, season two. Hmm. Uh, Hamill is the latest in the long run of names set to appear in the series. Uh, the first season featured guests that included Dave Batista, Evan Rachel Wood, Danny Trejo, Wesley Snipes, Paul Rubens, Tilda Swinton, who, and all of these played vampire roles. So. Um, I need to see the film. I haven't seen the film. I haven't either. I want, I've heard it's really good though. I haven't uh, seen the show either. I haven't seen the show. And I, I didn't want to see the show until I saw the film. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, that's cool. Now, now I gotta be more motivated to go see the film. I know. Right. <laughs> so, um, but going from star Wars to star Trek, that'd be you. I thought you had some. <laughs> oh, well, I, I can. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. That works. So, Star Trek. Uh, I know the the Jean Luc series is still supposed to be starting soon. I think. Um, I still still haven't gotten CBS All Access. I still don't plan to, but oh, I'd love to see that show. Uh, I agree with you on all of that. Mm. So recently, Paramount uh, surprised Star Trek fans. Uh, when they announced that Noah Hawley was going to write and direct a new movie set in the iconic science fiction universe. Um, So there was plans for a fourth Star Trek film with Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto that was going to be directed by S.J. Clarkson, but those plans fell through. So recently it came out that Noah Hawley was going to take over. And of course there's still, excuse me, there's still some talk about Quentin Tarantino doing an R-rated Star Trek movie. No, don't need it R-rated. Which confuses me, but we'll see what happens with that. So, uh, Noah Hawley was on a Television Critics Association panel uh, for the fourth season of Fargo, which I've heard is really good. I should check that out. That's coming to FX on April 19th. And uh, after the panel, he, he he was speaking with some reporters, uh, and he addressed the Star Trek movie. Uh, and he was talking about how when J.J. Abrams rebooted the film, uh, 
it was uh, a lot of action. It started with some big action, and it kind of I kind of kept the pace up the whole movie. Yeah, and uh, he's he said um, I heard a he, lot of people were upset too that he put R two D two in the film. Well, see, I can't agree with that because he doesn't like R two D two. Apparently, that's the vibe I get. <laughs> he hardly uses in Star Wars. True. <laughs> anyway, that's another rant for another day. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, um, uh, Holly, Noah Holly says he, he would rather get back to the original essence of Star Trek and what it's about. And in a quote from him, it says, uh, Star Trek is such a special story about exploration and empathy and diversity in humanity at its best and creative problem solving. It was never designed in its in its origins as an action series. It was always about humanity having to fit into the universe and solve problems through diplomacy and outsmarting their opponents. Right. So I'm excited to get back to that. And I, too, am excited to hear you say that, Mr. Howley. Um, so uh, Noah Howley also did one of my favorite shows, Legion, which I loved. Um and then uh, he did his first feature film, Lucy in the Sky, which apparently uh, was a weird film. So uh, so some people might think he might do a weird version of Star Trek, but that's not the plans that he has for Star Trek. He says he's excited to make a big movie that appeals to everyone in that way. Um, and he said, I feel like I went through an experimental phase with Legion and then with Lucy. I'm excited with Fargo and with Star Trek to just tell a great story well. I'm sure once I got into the filming of it, I'm always trying to innovate and find ways to create emotions in an audience that they don't expect. Uh, and we'll just have to see. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe hopefully at least uh, less lens flare. <laughs> what? You say J.J. Abrams uses lens flare that's the word on the street oh, okay. uh, so um he also said uh he has confirmed that he has not yet started writing the script but he did say he went in and chatted with his friends at paramount about what they were looking for and then had some ideas and uh they just sort of developed a more specific idea that they seem to like and he still has to write a script and everything but i'm uh i gotta see him kind of uh Looking forward to it. I like I like what I'm seeing there. Could be some interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. It it would be nice to see the. To, I mean, I I liked the J.J. Abrams Star Trek films, and I didn't like them. So the first one, I, I liked the second one better than the first. See, I I I, 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 I liked his approach with Khan, even though he changed it up. A I, little I bit. didn't. Yeah, I just didn't think it. I didn't think we needed another Wrath of Khan. I didn't think so either. And the third one, it wasn't bad, but I don't know. See, the third one I enjoyed, where they find the the one ship buried in the mountain. And they get yeah, it, it was again. okay. Uh, the, the, con to... the concept was good. It just was poorly executed. But Abrams yeah. wasn't involved in that uh, one. Right. The one thing I love about the new Star Trek series is I loved um, I love Zachary Quinto as Spock, and I love Carl Urban as as Bones. Yes. I, I am liking Simon Pegg as Scotty. Yes, and Simon Pegg as Scotty, yes. 
And, and Deb yep. Roy as his sidekick is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Very much so. Going back to Star Wars, and this is our final story of the night. Star Wars Galaxy Edge unveils massive Millennium Falcon fries. I thought you might like this one. I saw this, but pe- but people were saying it was a popcorn bucket. I'm looking at this going, this can't be a popcorn bucket. There's no way. Yeah, I saw a story that said it was a popcorn bucket, too. But I was like, how is that a popcorn bucket? Yeah. Well, apparently, um, there is a, you know, Disney's known for having themed popcorn buckets. Like in Galaxy's Edge, you could get one that looks like a mouse droid. Oh, nice. In Galaxy's Edge, outside of Galaxy's Edge, they have it, and it looks like an ADAT. There's an ADAT. It's an ADAT. Oh, um, that's cool, too. And, they, and they've had some others. There's some themed for Halloween's, themed for Christmas. Uh, depending on the park, depends on other themings. Well, at Galaxy, this is... They're talking about California. Uh, I believe we have it here as well in Florida, which I don't know if you noticed. I changed the location of Wookiee Radio from Moss Eisley Cantina to Black Spire Outpost Batu. I did not notice that. Now you won't unnotice. <laughs> Just like we got <laughs> Ken, you will never unsee the head falling out of Jacob's helmet. <laughs> Tune in to Wookiee Radio for that. <laughs> I, think, I think we shattered something for him when we told him that, and he actually saw it. <laughs> um, so, apparently, they have done something new. Instead of popcorn, you could get a fry bucket. And the very first fry bucket out there is themed around the Millennium Falcon. And a, a new fry bucket invites park goers to go wild with all those potatoes and then have a container as a souvenir for later. The bucket has a carrying strap and even lights up in the back where the ship's engine engines go. Uh, while it's cute and will no doubt attract a bunch of people who love Star Wars, uh, these are going to set you back 25 bucks. Uh, still, I have to admit that when I go to Galaxy's Edge, I will be getting one. Uh, that is 25 bucks for the container and french fries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, if that wasn't fun enough, also in California, R2-D2 is now being seen roaming around Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Uh-huh. Uh, all these are slowly coming to Florida in the future. And you know what? I won't be able to verify any of this because I am blacked out of studios until March. Ooh. Yeah, that stinks. So It does. <laughs> it stinks big time. Um. So, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. Oh, I had to say one Star Wars present I got that I forgot to tell you guys about. You know how I've got the Lego Death Star Escape? Mm-hmm. And I have the Celebration exclusive of the Detention Center? Mm-hmm. I got the Death Star Cannon. Oh, cool. So I now have, or w- between what's co-owned by the family and, <laughs> and myself, because the the uh, Celebration exclusive still sealed in the box, I gotta buy the parts so I can make it, <laughs> so I can leave the other sealed. Um... We have, I, between, the family now owns, as a collective, all three Death Star sets. 
uh, scene sets. Nice. Uh, which I really like the scene sets uh, for the, mm. the Death Star. Uh, Zoe, yeah, got, cool. Zoe got one of the cantinas. Oh, nice. Uh, I think it's the cantina set from the from the Solo line because it's got the Solo uh, Star Wars marketing on it. Mm. So, um, I guess other than that, any final thoughts? Not anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, so- I had nothing else myself. So, only one thing left to be said, and I opened up the wrong window. (laughs) (laughs) Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. Two, four, niner, five.